Hi, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 26th November 2020 Hong Kong Stories Podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. Have you ever found yourself in a situation that you weren't too sure of? One where you got in a bit deeper than you expected and you feared you might be drowning? Well, this week, as we sink or swim on the mean streets of Hong Kong, we'll be listening to a story from Angela about a time when she was in over her head. After Angela, we will rehear a story from Mel about her approach to spontaneity. Before we get to today's stories, though, a huge and warm hug goes out to our loyal Hong Kong listeners. We know that the world is sometimes colder than we want it, but your continued support always warms our hearts. Further hellos go out to our overseas listeners as well this week, particularly to listeners in Singapore and Singapore, Richmond in Canada, and South Yarra in Australia. Thanks for letting our stories into your ears. Our live show for December with the theme of For You is still going forward at December 17th at the Fringe Club. Gina will be hosting and she's already collecting stories for the show. If you have a story you want to tell, get in touch through the website hongkongstories.com or email storieshongkong, all one word, at gmail.com. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. And now with the story from the October show, which was once the July show, and had the theme of community, here is Angela. When I was six years old, my mom taught me to write Chinese work. The English translation is serve the community. I can easily write the words, but I do not know the meaning of it. So I asked my mom, Mom, what is the meaning of serving the community? And my mom replied, Darling, when you grow up, be a volunteer to serve the community. Your life will become richer in friendship and more meaningful. At that time, I was shy and I quietly said to myself, Oh my God, how could I possibly do that? But from that time onwards, serve the community becomes my life motto. Later, I tried to do something from small to bait. For example, helping the blind crossing the road, donate blood to the Red Cross, and in 2008, I became a volunteer of two uh, Olympic Games of Equestrian Event. <laughs> Over 7 million people of Hong Kong overjoyed the equestrian event and Hong Kong will organize only the equestrian event and the majority event will be organized in Beijing. And at that time, the Olympic game motto is One World, One Dream, which coincide with my small dream, Serve the Community. Yes, I was selected as a media assistant in the Olympic Games of 2008. 
My duties is very simple, only two. First, serve the mic to the medalists who are going to sh- uh, sh- uh, share his feeling after the competition, and second, arrange the translation device at the press room because the announcement is in English. So I'm very happy about that because I'm good at running, standing, and sitting, and not good <laughs> at communication. So I feel I can do the job good very well. But sometimes life is unexpected and unpredictable. And I was promoted to media leader at a short notice because one of the A media leader who is a German guy who resigned from the service and go back to Germany to handle his urgent family affairs. So I was appointed as a media leader. I was excited and nervous, and don't know what to do, but I accept the challenge. As a media leader, there's only important duty is to make a duty roster. That means all the media assistants will perform their duties as scheduled. As you know, I'm not good at communication, and I'm shy and not very socializing. So I managed to communicate with the media assistant with text and email. So I thought I did the job very well. One day, a voice message came to my phone. The voice message I totally dis- did not understand. I don't know what he is talking about, so I just asked the translation team leader to decipher the message for me. And the team leader replied, "Oh, the message is very simple. Can't make it tonight. It is Ukrainian language." Oh my God! What I'm going to do? Who's going to replace him? So I immediately text the media assistant whether they can come forward to help. And after a long while, nobody come forward. Nobody come to help. So I have to work straight for sixteen hours. You know what a rough day. You can see it next morning. I have eye bags, wrinkles, and dizziness. You know what a rough, lovely, what a rough day. As a media leader, you also have to observe the weather forecast very closely. Why? Because the competition was held at mid、uh, at night time because the horse could not stand the hot temperature of Hong Kong weather. So. In August, Hong Kong is facing tropical monsoon weather. That means typhoon and raining are coming. So, if typhoon number eight signal was hoisted, then I am very happy because I have to make the duty roster again and to arrange a another day. So, I pray to God, please. No number signal num at、uh, number eight, and please ring ring go away. <laughs> Luckily, only 
Typhoon Number Three was hoisted at that period. So I was very happy, lucky, just a false alarm. However, the rain falls like dogs and cats, you know. And I'm surfing in the Song Sui Song Yu River. We are just like fish walking here and there, you know. And I couldn't distinguish whether it is raining or it is、um, my tears or my my or whatever, you know. But it is a very good experience. So I thought this is an ex- a good experience for me. And here comes the finale part. I was sitting on a chair, watching the closing ceremony of the equestrian event. During the past twenty-four days, there are a lot of difficulties that I have overcome, and I realized that it is a very good training for me. The most important of all, I overcome shyness. Because as a media leader, you have to communicate, to socialize, and to discuss all the details of the event. And I also have the opportunity to talk with different kinds of new、uh, people to discuss their country's culture, their tradition, and also the language. I feel life is exciting and meaningful. And full of hope, and I think my mother's teaching is right. For Moses, I would serve the community. Thank you. We are very glad that Angela served the community and then came and told her story for us. We love hearing all kinds of stories, from the monumentous to the minimal. Stories are how we connect with the people around us. Reach out now and tell us one of yours. Our email is storieshongkong@gmail.com, or you can use the contact us button on the website to get in touch. Stories don't need to be polished or finished; they just need to be yours and true. And now, with a story from 2018, here is Mel. I've always been jealous of spontaneous people—people people who can head out the door and not know where they're going to end up. They have all the adventure and all the fun. They are the wild people. Like my friend Laura, she's wild. She lives in a yurt in the English countryside and travels the world on her bike, just ups and leaves whenever she feels like it. Last time I spoke to her. She was riding around the south of Spain. I have no idea where she is now. Me, I plan everything. I need to visualize it and know what to expect, so that I can feel safe enough to let loose and have fun. If I'm going out with friends, I need to know when and where we're meeting, what I should bring with me in my handbag. And how I'll be getting home. I hate vague plans like, "Hey, let's hang out on Sunday evening." What exactly do you want to do? <laughs> I don't know. Dinner, movie, whatever. 
when I get text messages like these, I reply with bullet-pointed options <laughs> for them to choose from. A, dinner, then movie. B, movie, then dinner. <laughs> C, just movie. Once the time and location has been decided, tickets have been bought, reservations have been made, we have a great time. Laura hates this level of prescription. But still, somehow, we've been the best of friends ever since our university days. I don't know why we're friends. I think we somehow balance each other out. I prevent her from starving in the streets by bringing snacks with me wherever we go, just in case. She is the only reason that I can play Never Have I Ever with at least some degree of badassness. Yes, I have been food hunting in supermarket trash cans. Yes, I have smoked a puff of weed. And yes, I have danced naked on a rooftop in the rain, all because of Laura. I don't tell anyone that, of course, because I need all the credit I can get. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with planning. Maybe... I've been institutionalized from living 13 years of my life at boarding school where every minute of every day was planned for me. Yeah, that's probably why. Still, anyway, by the end of university, it was becoming painfully clear to me that my need for planning and preparation was costing me a lot of fun. I missed out on countless Late night parties because I had already planned to go to bed. And hence, <laughs> and hence washed off my makeup. If I was out partying, a change of plans halfway through would leave me frozen in fear. I need notice, people. So I decided I couldn't let this hold me back any longer. Besides, I wouldn't be able to on, rely on Laura forever since we were going our separate ways after university. So I decided to set about becoming a spontaneous person myself. My plan was simple. <laughs> Start small and go from there. I bought a pair of shoes on the spur of the moment without checking my bank account and recalibrating my budget first. That was fun. <laughs> Instead of lugging around my usual heavy load of backup sweaters and snacks and water, I started leaving the house with only my keys, phone, and credit card. Very freeing. I read books on how to, to, to live in the now and go with the flow. And... I started replying to my text, my friend's invitations without the usual barrage of bullet points. That was harder. Still, I wasn't quite convinced that I, could, that I qualified as a cool and spontaneous person yet. I had to up the challenge. So I thought to myself, what is the most spontaneous thing in the world? the one-night stand. <laughs> the idea of it scared me, 
But the thought of bragging to Laura that I had done it was enough of a motivation for me. I would approach it as an experiment to see just how spontaneous I could be. So I got on some dating apps and met up set up a meeting with a guy who seemed to be on a similar hotness level with me, (laughs) so I wouldn't be too intimidated. And from my research, I had done a lot of research, I found you're not supposed to know the name of your one-night stand. So I saved his number as simply O-N-S, one-night stand. (laughs) Then I set about tidying my room, shaving, putting the right underwear, putting condoms by the bed, and spraying myself with perfume. I was ready for spontaneity. (laughs) Now, this obsessive planning of mine was not just limited to how I lived. I assumed that other people like to be prepared for what's coming, too. So I decided to be nice to my test subject and let him know what to expect. After all, it's unethical to do experiments on involving humans without their consent, right? So when we met up for drinks, I opened with, Hi, would you mind if we had sex tonight? (laughs) He made a weird face. I couldn't read it because I didn't know him at all. I realized I must have offended him. Oh my God, I am so sorry. That's really disrespectful of me. I, I really don't mind. You're, you're totally free to leave. Don't worry. He didn't leave. And the next morning, I woke up happy in the knowledge that I was now officially a wild woman. <laughs> and I couldn't wait to tell Laura about it. So I texted her as casually as I could. Hey, girl, let's meet up at 3 p.m. Delete, 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 delete. (laughs) Let's hang out on Saturday. Sure, what do you want to do, she replied. Whatever. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) So on Saturday, I told her all about my adventure with Mr. O.N.S. And my efforts were worth it. She was so impressed. Wow, girl, you have changed. I know, right? I am so spontaneous now. I even have a one-night stand scheduled with another guy on Wednesday. (laughs) Huh? She looked confused. What? I was confused that she was confused. You scheduled a one-night stand in advance? Yeah, I don't get why she's questioning that. Mel, you can't plan a one-night stand. A one-night stand just happens. What? How? How does it just happen? What if you haven't shaved or or your room is a mess? She couldn't answer because she was laughing so hard. (laughs) And then... It hit me. I had taken the most spontaneous thing in the world and planned the fuck out of it. (laughs) Thanks for listening to today's stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. 
The music for this podcast was written and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Everyone has a story to tell. <laughs>